You know, it's amazing to me that chapels have very different flavors. Different chapels address different things. Some, there's teaching. There's a lot of teaching. Others, it's more testimonies. And others are exhortation. And I believe that part of my call is to exhort. And just in case you think that sometimes I come across strongly or actually emphatically, you are right. And do you know what the definition of the word exhort is? Let me read it to you. Strongly encourage or urge to do something, to give warnings or advice, make urgent appeals, emphatically urging. And so, you know, I've exhorted many of you. I do it with the staff. And today, I believe that the Lord gave me a word on my heart to, again, exhort all of us, including myself. When I was praying and asking the Lord and saying, Lord, what do you want me to share with the students? He gave me the scriptures from Hosea chapter 10 and verse 12. It is time to seek the Lord. It's strange that actually a couple of weeks ago, I believe, Pastor Chris Ball was here and he was saying it is time. He was saying a lot of things what the time is for. But for me specifically, <clears throat> and perhaps this is a continuation of it, is it is time to seek the Lord. Let me read a couple of other verses in Hosea that say, You have plowed wickedness. That's from chapter 10 and verse 13. You have reaped iniquity. You have eaten the fruit of lies because you trusted in your own way, in the multitude of your mighty men. Does that describe America or Europe? or any other country, don't we right now trust in our own way and in our technology and in our progress and in the multitude of just such excellent men? And we are reaping the iniquity and we are eating the fruit of lies. I told Ephraim to walk, says the Lord, taking them by their arms, but they did not know that I healed them. I drew them with gentle cords, with bands of love, and I was to them as those who take the yoke from their neck. I stooped and fed them. How many times he comes to you he heals you, he feeds you, he stoops and feeds you. And we don't even know that. We don't even recognize that. We don't even realize that. Hosea 11.5 though says, He shall not return, talking to Israel, to the land of Egypt, but the Assyrian shall be his king, because they refused to repent. What about you and I? Where do you stand today? You know, there is absolutely no doubt in my mind that every single person in this place wants to do the right thing. You want to be strong spiritually. 
But I have the privilege of watching you. Sometimes I sit in the balcony just so that I can see all of you. And you don't see me. And sometimes my impression is that some of us spiritual lives are like mountains and a gorge. Let's see what a mountain and a gorge look like, looks like. Mountains and a gorge. You know, when I was here on Friday during our prayer week, you all were on the very peak of the mountain. It was glorious. You were excited. And those events are important. But then a couple of weeks later, I hear, like some of you hit the very bottom. And then we go to the next event, and again, praise the Lord, he's great, he's awesome, wasn't that wonderful, you know, Basic Khan is coming, and I'm so glad Basic Khan is coming. And we reach the peak of the mountain, and then we come down, and we hit the bottom again. And we get depressed, and we get sad, and we get discouraged, and we stop praying, and we stop reading, or we just do it very rarely. Well, what shall we do about it? <clears throat> My desire is to have each and every one of us to be in a plane going uphill all the time, just like that, where we have those hills and little valleys, but we are continually going forward and moving upward that we are not falling down on our faces and again reaching the very mountain, but then again fall down and nobody can rely on us because nobody knows if we are going to be in the very gorge or if we are at the top of the mountain. We need to go up. We need to do something about it. See, we all recognize that it's wrong if that happens. I believe that each and every one of you wants to change it. I don't believe that anybody wants to be up and down and smash their faces in the gorge. But you know what? Recognizing it is not enough. Even repenting of it. What does repentance really mean? To feel true remorse or regret. Yes, and that's awesome and that's wonderful and that's very, very needed. But why does Matthew 3, 8 says, therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance. And what about Acts 26, 20 where it says that they should repent, turn to God and do works befitting repentance. And what about Revelation 2, 5? Repent and do the first works. I see repentance going hand in hand with action. So you know what? Today, I would like to be very, very practical. I told you that one of my gifts is exhortation. And I believe in a very practical application. Now, wouldn't you say, all of you, that... Cheerios is a relatively, out of all of the cereal, is a healthy cereal. Okay. Yes, yeah, somebody's clapping here. Okay, all right. All right, very good. Now, what about an apple? Healthy? All right, awesome. Good. 
Now, what have I told you? See, so many times we look at it as right or wrong. And we say, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. Okay. I probably agree with you. But are you doing enough right? Are you doing what you need to do to be strong, to be healthy? So let's just take that into an example. If I have Cheerios, we all agreed it's pretty healthy, especially if we sprinkle it with blueberries. And then apples, yep, very good. All right. So, Mr. Mark, now, here is a very healthy diet for you. Here is an apple, okay? And here is a box of Cheerios. But you will spread it across the entire week, and that's all you are going to have. He doesn't like that. Is he going to be strong after that week? Why not? It's healthy. It's not enough? What? Okay. Cereal, apple. Okay. All right. You can have it. Okay, now, what about candy? Nobody claims it's healthy, right? Somebody wants candy, I can see that. Okay, so nobody claims it's unhealthy or actually healthy. Well, these, they actually claim they have real fruit juice. Wow, okay. Now, are you going to be sick or unhealthy if you have a couple a day and this little box is going to last you for an entire week? No. So let's get very practical. Is Facebook wrong? No. I have Facebook, but I spend about 10 to 15 minutes a day checking if anybody wrote me anything and if anybody has a birthday. Sometimes I miss it, sometimes I actually don't get to check. So if I didn't say happy birthday, I didn't that day. But if you browse and stay on the internet and you are on YouTube and you are on Facebook and you are on Instagram, none of them are wrong in itself. But if you spend two hours on it and then you come and read one verse and you manage to read a whole chapter in a week, glory to God. Are you going to be spiritually healthy? Somehow you had time to be on Facebook and some of you admitted to me that you spent two hours on different social media. Forget Facebook because some of you don't even have it. Are you feeding yourself and being practical because you want to be strong spiritually? Do you want to be like on that hill? when you are eating properly, when you are exercising, when you are exercising your spiritual muscles, when you are feeding yourself every single day. Mark didn't like that I told him to have the whole box of Cheerios and the apple and eat it slowly throughout the whole week. And you agreed he would not be very strong if he did that. So let's take it a little bit farther and let's use another practical example. I'm actually going to use you. I will ask Josiah Hausiel to come forward and Moses. <clears throat> hey Moses, where's Moses? Moses was here. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, Josiah, you're it. <laughs> 
right. <laughs> okay, so now how many of you believe that, you know what, he just has a natural predisposition to lucky dust? He has a natural predisposition to have as many muscles and be as <laughs> well-built. <laughs> okay, well, he may kill me after this, but I found a picture of Josiah Hauzil Zeus. <laughs> Gave me the picture. Social media might actually be a blessing. Okay, now look at that suit. He looks very handsome. I like this picture, okay? Now, but that suit does not look like it's very tight. It actually looks a little bit loose, right? So, let's be real, Josiah. Now, did you build the muscles that you did by sitting and playing or watching YouTube, or any social media, or watching TV? I did not, no. You did not. Okay, what did you have to do? Many, many hours and years in the Many hours? What are you talking about, many hours? So, you are talking about like five minutes a day, right? And you are saying many hours in a year, right? No, two hours a day. Two, oh, wait, 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 wait. Two hours a day. Wow! Now, you expect to be a spiritual giant by reading two verses. How many of you spent two hours reading and praying every single day? Do you want to have spiritual muscles like Josiah? Well, Two hours a day for many days, he said, and many years. Okay, Josiah, do you ever pay any attention to what you eat? Yes, recently more, yes. All right. <laughs> Honesty. All right. So, unlike what I gave to Mark, what about if, you need to help me here, take it out. What if, I, if you get that amount of Cheerios? And now I tell you to use the Cheerios and the apples. Come on. And eat that within three days. Is that going to help him? <laughs> Thank you, Josiah. It's yours. <laughs> I don't know anything about exercises, you can tell. My only exercise is pretty much typing all the time. I do that a lot of hours a day. And skiing once a year. And then I feel much younger. I felt 20 years younger until I got home. And then I felt 20 years older because every muscle hurt, even the ones I didn't know I had. But I do know that a healthy diet does not allow you to consume large amounts of sugar. And that sugar is the cause of a lot of issues. Now, is having a candy wrong? No. The candy in itself is very tasty. I like these. So if you spread it, actually, semi-sweet chocolate is considered one of the best things for you. But when it's consumed, 
in very small proportions. Now, what happens if you devour this whole bag in a day? <laughs> okay, is Lizzie Samara here? All right, you are the array. Make sure that no one girl gets it, but all of them, because I don't want to contribute to an unhealthy diet. See, if you spread it, yes, come over here and get it. If you spread it and you eat it in small portions, there is no problem with that. There you go. But if you eat it all at one day and one sitting, you are not going to be healthy. So let's again take it a little bit farther. How can you get spiritually strong? It doesn't happen by chance. Come on. It is not going to happen. Oh, I love the ideas. No one left behind. No child left behind. Everybody succeeds. There's a lot of truth to it. I have worked with children, youth, and young adults for over 20 years right now. I have worked with disabled kids. I have worked with special needs. I see a lot of value in it, but I also see that it did damage to a lot of you. And you know why? Because you feel so sorry for yourself sometimes. Oh, I am tired. I need to relax. I just worked so hard today. I just need some time. One time I had a student who was failing in my office and I'm like, okay, you really need to start studying. Well, I'm trying. I'm really trying. Okay, so how hard are you trying? Let's take a look at your schedule. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm in classes the whole day, so I'm really tired after that I need to relax. Okay, what are you doing in this slot? Well, I need to talk to people, so I'm talking to people at that time. Okay, what are you doing on Saturday morning? Oh, that's the only day I can sleep in. Okay, what are you doing on Saturday afternoon? Everybody goes to pizza, so do I. Have a pizza. Come on, guys, we need to wake up. Because we are going to be a generation of weaklings. Unless we wake up and treat it seriously. And unless we start doing what Josiah did to his own physical body. Exercising two hours a day for many days, for many years. And he became <laughs> strong. I asked him how old he is. And so I can say many years right now. He's not 50 yet. <laughs> what about spiritual muscles? An intent is not enough. So again, let's be very practical. Everybody knows the idea of how to budget, right? So if you want to have as freedom, financial freedom, you need to put yourself on a budget. And I don't care if you have $1,000 or $100, you know what you're going to have. And yeah, we do live by faith, but leave the faith element for things that you don't have to spend on. Okay, so don't spend the money and then believe in faith. Now, it's different if we really don't have it and we need it. Oh, trust me, I was there many times. So my husband and I, in the very beginning of our marriage, agreed. 
we are going to live frugally. And we created a budget, and the two of us would not even get a can of soda when we went to work because, unless it was in the budget. And we knew every penny that we spent. And we are debt free. The only loan we ever took is for a car because when we bought a new car, okay, if anything happens, the worst that can happen is they will take your car away. We have never had debt. We had financial freedom. Now trust us, we have experienced some very, very difficult situations, including losing $75,000 because we invested into something that the company turned out to be connected to a mafia. And we said, Lord, how could you have allowed it? He did allow it. He allowed it because he wanted to teach us a lesson. He wanted to show us that he is the God who provides. If you put your trust in him, not in your own ability. But at the same time, he does want you to be practical and to do your part and to do your job. So how many hours do we have in a day? 24, day and night, we have 24 hours. Okay, now, I want you to always make sure that you sleep. Because you know what? If you don't sleep sufficiently, your brain does not get renewed. You are not going to be healthy. You are going to be cranky. I always can tell when my son did not sleep enough. <laughs> he doesn't think so, but I do because he's less patient and more cranky. So there, 24 hours, let's subtract eight hours from it right now, because the healthy amount of sleep is supposed to be seven to eight hours a day. So now we have 16 hours. It's similar to having a budget. You know, some people say, okay, do you tithe on the whole budget? Do you tithe on gross or do you tithe Tides on net. Well, so let's take the idea that we do it on net. I am not even going to consider the eight hours for sleep. Let's just work with 16 hours. What about tithing on your time? How many, how much is it? What's 10% out of 16? <laughs> Okay, somebody needs to go and get more math. One hour, and how many minutes? How about 36? <laughs> An hour does not have 100 minutes, okay? An hour has 60 minutes. So we have an hour and 36 minutes. That's one-tenth of the time that you are awake. I guarantee you that if you are going to regularly, just like Josiah did in the gym, or has done because he's still doing it, if you are going to do it regularly and you are going to offer your tithes to the Lord from your time, that in no time you are going to be a spiritual giant and you will be Let's go back to our uh, plain with little hills and the green pastures. You will be like that. Not only that you will be stable and strong. You will be a place where everybody else will rest. 
He leads me to green pastures. He will lead other people to you because you will be those green pastures. You will become a spiritual giant. Now, when you are making little steps, I will even say, you know what? Let's just go with the remainder, 36 minutes. Let's start here. If you spend enough time, 36 minutes, every single day alone with the Lord, I am not including chapels. I am not including classes. I am not including together corporate times. Let that be in your one hour per day. Because together, that will probably accumulate and more. Why do you think you are stronger when you are here than when you go away? So many of you say, I'm doing great when I'm at Elam, but then when I am on my own, I try, but it's just so hard. Why? Because you get an apple a day every time you come to chapel. You get an apple every time you go to class. You build your muscle. Because you have to, you are eating, you are there, you are surrounded. Then when you are on your own and you wake up and you say, hello, Lord, and you say a few sentences while driving in a car, while you are doing your hair and trying to fix everything else, and you say, hey, Lord, please be with me today. And then you go to work and you do other things. And then you come back and you intend to, but then you get distracted by social media and then you feel tired because you were at work and so you are going to just browse through and you are going to watch a lot of things. And by the time it's time to go to bed, you are tired. You can't do anything else. Do you think you are going to be strong spiritually? Too bad Moses isn't here because I asked him, you guys told me that he's extremely strong. And I asked him, okay, Moses, so how did you become strong? Did you go to the gym? He said, no, I never go to the gym. I didn't even know what the gym was. But I worked really hard. I said, so what did, you, did your mommy and daddy give you a lot of time to relax? <laughs> that, that was his response. <laughs> what about you? Do you want to be spiritual, spiritually strong? Because if you do, you have to do something about it. It will not happen by itself. See, there are certain laws. God gave you brain. God gives you free will. He gives you everything you need. That's why he says, I healed them. They did not know it. I drew them with gentle cords, with bands of love. I stooped and fed them. He wants to do that to you. But it is your decision. It is your decision to find time with the Lord. And so going back to budgeting our time, you can budget it and need to stick to it. And if you have a hard time sticking to it, do it with somebody else and have two people doing it and hold each other accountable. If you are not going to do that, you will never become strong enough. And if you are going to do it,
you will become a group of spiritual giants that will change the world. We are praying for revival and let's continue. We want a change in this generation and let's continue praying for it. But we also have to do something about it. Sitting on your butt and watching YouTube will not do it. And feeling sorry for yourself because you are tired will not do it. We all need a time of rest. So by all means, allocate some time for rest. Allocate some time for socializing. But keep in mind that you will reap what you sow. And unless you start being disciplined and start applying the right diet and the right exercise, you will not become spiritually strong. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Are you willing to earnestly seek him? As Brother Dig is playing, I'm going to share with you a word that I received from the Lord. Some of you come to my church, to our church, and so you already might have heard it. But I want to read it to you because I believe that the Lord gave it to me for 2020. And not just for our church, but for this body and for many others. And please listen very carefully. Oh, if only my children would know me. If only they would comprehend the depths of my love. If they would seek me with all of their hearts, minds and strengths. Instead, they often seek signs and miracles rather than the miracle maker. They want me to fix their problems, and if I don't do it the way they expected it, they stop trusting me and question if I really cared for them. Do you really want me? Or do you want my miracles? Do you want to know me? Or do you want to see signs of power? Do you really trust me? Or do you only trust me when I solve your problems? And even that doesn't last long. Do you really want to hear my voice? If you do, how well do you know my word? Do you keep it in your heart? Do you meditate on it? How much do you want to know me? How much time will you give me? How often will you meet with me? Talk with me. Listen to me. If you know me, and I know my love, and if you know my love, you will not struggle with trust. To know the width, the length, the depth and the height of my love, love which passes knowledge.
and to know my word, which will be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Let's stand together right now. And I would like you to make a decision, to make a change. I'm not talking about empty promises. I'm talking about a decision. You are all adults. And some of you have experienced some horrible things in your past. You cannot change it. You cannot influence it. The Lord wants to heal you. And he may do it instantly. But many times he chooses a process. I guarantee you that you will be healed. That you, even if it is not physical, I don't know. He might physically heal you if you need physical healing. But he will definitely heal you spiritually. And he might heal you physically depending on what he plans for you. But if you spend time in his presence, and if you know him, if you trust him, and if you seek him earnestly, he will reward you just like he says. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to seek the Lord. It is not a game. We live in a very serious time. There is no time for goofing around. Frank Graham was just banned from the United Kingdom from preaching the gospel because he's not pro-homosexual lifestyle. Another Christian in Finland was arrested because she posted on Instagram the scripture verses that talk about God hating homosexual lifestyle. You don't know what's coming in America. But what I see, I don't like. Sometimes I feel like I'm having dreams from my childhood under communism. God is calling you today to build your spiritual muscles. But that is not going to happen in an armchair when you are on social media. And I am not condemning social media. I already drew that comparison pretty clearly. But I am challenging you to take a look at your time. To start, stop feeling sorry for yourself and really become disciplined. To stop playing around and become serious. Because God wants to use you as change agents in the 20th century. But it will not happen without you falling on your knees and seeking his face. It is time. It is time to seek the Lord. What is your response going to be? Every single one of us is capable of falling on our knees and spending time in his presence. We have no excuses here. And he will heal you. He will reward you. He will open your eyes. And he will use you in a more powerful way than you can imagine. But it will not happen if you spend five minutes with him every day or not even that. Are you ready?
to seek Him. Let's fall on our knees. Lord, we come to you today and we repent for wasting a lot of time. We repent for being lazy. We repent for being undisciplined. And not only that we repent, but we want to turn around and we want to seek you because you said in your word that you reward those who seek you earnestly. And we want to be in this group. You have a plan for Elam Bible Institute and College. You want to bring revival here. You want to touch this generation. But you cannot do it through a group of people who are weak and who have a mountain and a gorge experience. You want to do it through a group of people who build a spiritual strength, who build spiritual muscles, who spend time in your presence seeking you, seeking you daily, not five minutes here and there, not from event to event, though thank you for the events, but Lord, I pray that you would help each and everyone to start being disciplined, to start being accountable to each other and to you, and to start seeking your presence, seeking you, because you desire that we know you. You desire the knowledge of God more than sacrifices. And you want your word to live in our hearts and in our minds. And you want us to meditate on it. Because that word is going to lead us. That word is going to be a lamp to our feet. And that word is going to give us the wisdom we need for every single day. So we come together as a group. And we are making a decision, corporately and individually to seek you, Lord Jesus. We want to seek you.